Hey, it's Debbie Parker. It's Wedding Wednesday, and here we go with episode 24 of Smiling for Success, all about cheery thoughts, tips, and tactics to prosper and thrive in business and life balance and life. And today, what I want to talk about is the imposter syndrome. And I'm sure you all know what it is. That's when someone downplays their achievements and they feel success is due to luck or chance and that they're less accomplished or less relevant than other people who do the same thing they do. And they feel something like, I feel like a fraud. I just got lucky. I don't have the credentials. I can't charge someone the going rate for my services if they're in a business. And worst of all, what if they find me out? So for many of us, the imposter syndrome is kind of like a dirty little secret. I read a quote by a successful novelist, political commentator, lawyer, Richard North Patterson. You know, you think with those credentials, he'd be rocking it. But what he said is, the imposter syndrome, I know it well. Inside, the self-assured professional lives a frightened neurotic who prays that they can somehow succeed before their clients discover the, the uh, fraud. It's that guilty secret that drives us. So, I'm not saying everyone has the imposter syndrome, but I sure know a lot of people who do, including yours truly. Yep. I've been a success coach for several years. I don't really feel the imposter syndrome about my success coaching. I know what I'm doing, but the past year, you know, I decided to pivot. I started this podcast, and in addition to my coaching business, I now am a podcasting guru and help other people, beginners especially, start up their own podcast. So I'm still learning about it, and that's where you get that fertile ground for the imposter syndrome to hit. And let me tell you, it kind of hit me hard because I thought, who am I, just starting up myself, to tell other people how to up and start and run a podcast? So I'll tell you in a bit how I'm dealing with it. And by the way, I use the same approach in myself as I use in my coaching clients. So why do we care? Well, you can get some bad results if you give in to the imposter syndrome. If you run a business, especially a personal service business, big thing that I've talked to people about, they're not charging what the services should be valued at. Another problem, let's say there's an opportunity to present yourself publicly, do some public speaking, or doing some network at a high-profile event. You might feel, well, you're kind of not worth it, worthy of it. And there's some people so much more important. And then some people have to think of this. They don't show up. And they miss that great opportunity for some terrific connections and other things. And about speaking about public speaking, some people feel, oh, you know, I'm not really that person. I stand up and speak. People will realize I'm a, thraw, I'm a fraud. So, you know, there's all sorts of ways we can sabotage ourselves, sabotage our business. So the imposter syndrome, the fear of being revealed, it can bring people down to kind of a sad level of mediocrity. So what do we do? How do we deal with it? Do we just give up? Do we just work harder and harder to get more and more credentials with the hope that that will get rid of the imposter uh, syndrome symptoms? Well, 
I work with my clients and myself and I say, you know what? I'm going to embrace the mediocrity. I'm going to embrace the uh, maybe not perfectionism. I'm going to say I am what I am. I might not be the most perfect person in the world, but you know something? Let's give it a try. And then I'm going to let the results speak for myself. So what happens? What's going on with my podcasting guru where I'm helping beginners to start up their business, their podcasting business, and I am charging a fee for that. I am getting clients. The fact is I stopped focusing on how experienced I am, how perfect I am. Instead, I'm focusing on how am I going to help them do what they need to do. And I am qualified to do that. I've gotten several people up and running with podcasts, people who are totally intimidated, felt they could never do it. So what you do is you focus on managing the results. So what I've learned as a coach, a success coach, working with my clients, working myself, there's no way to get rid of the imposter syndrome. If it's part of who you are, just accept it. Do what you do anyway. Dive right in. And you know something? You just have to push yourself a little bit out of your comfort zone. Don't look for answers that are going to take away the imposter syndrome. But instead say, come on, imposter syndrome, bring it, bring it on, do your worst. I'm ready for you. And then anticipate at the beginning, you're going to be feeling all bad and beaten up, worn down, take so much effort, going way out of your comfort zone. But then gradually you build that muscle and that's where your victory starts. So keep this in mind when the imposter syndrome hits you square on and you feel, what if everyone else is better qualified? What if they see me as a fraud? Well, here's your chance. Stand tall. Talk back to that bad guy. Say, hey, imposter syndrome, you're not going to stop me. You are not going to derail me from helping others and helping myself. I'm doing what I need to do to be the best that I can be. And that's it. (laughs) So that's my little uh, thought, my little treatise on imposter syndrome. So if you're suffering from it, I hope that helps. That's how I'm dealing with it. And I have some happy clients who are now running their own podcasts and saying thanks. And uh, I will say thanks to you. Have a great week. Talk to you next week. Bye.